There's nothing restricting you from doing anything but the things that you, are, you don't believe to be true. The first one is, I need a lot of experience to start. Do you get the point? I need a lot of experience to start. I, I hear that a lot. So you find that people can't start what they are doing because they just feel like, oh, there's this thing. You need a lot of experience to start anything. In fact, when you go looking for a job, job, whether you are looking for a, a contract, all of those things, they, the systems have designed it that if you don't have any experience, they'll throw you out. They'll ask you for three years tax clearance at the least for any job you want to bid. Do you get what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, you find out that you are stuck. Because you say, okay, I don't even have the three years. Where will I even get the three years? And then you just stop it. You, you get the point. And or they tell you that you need three years working experience. And with, you know, with cognitive something, you know, cognitive experience is what they put. Do you understand? They call it. You get the point. So you find out that that's one reason people just say, what will, where will we start now? So let, it's better we just forget about it. I found out that experience is one of the things. You know, people have, and they form certain statements. They say, experience is the best teacher. <laughs> Haven't you heard that? Those are the found, I'm sure you must have even said it at some point. You see, you just believe they lie. You just believe they lie. That's one of the things that is taking away the energy from you for not doing it. You are not doing things because you don't have opportunity. It's because of certain t- statements like this. You don't need no experience. Do you understand? I keep talking about, you know, I was, listening to, I, was, I was listening to something on History Channel this morning. And, you know, they were talking about the Parthenon. That's one place I look. I, I, I wish I can have a place and re- rename it the Parthenon. It's a, it's a temple of knowledge. Do you understand? It was where the Greeks, for those of you who do, in, in ancient Athens, where they, you know, where they used to postulate. The most, democra- democracy, the, the concept of democracy started from there. You know what? Where did they get it from? That's just what I wanted to say to you. Where did they get the experience from? To say they had experience for it to become a system of government that every, the whole modern world is tilting towards. Where did they get it from? Who, where was the experience? That's a lie. It's a lie. One of the things that takes away energy from people starting is that they believe that experience is what you need. Second thing, funds. People feel, I need, to, I need to raise lots of funds to start. I need to raise a lot of funds to start something. Alright? And then you will find out that you would know that money, money was a creation. Let me, if, let's go back to the, let's go back, let's go back to the origin of money. Money was created by people to ease transaction. The initial, the initial trade between men, cities, and, 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 and companies or sta- city-states was simply a trade between by butter. You guys had gold. or No, gold wasn't even important. You guys had... Fa- I just found out today that you just had silk. Silk was more... I just found out in ancient Rome. Silk was more precious than gold. So you see what they are telling you. You see some of the, some of the things over time, some people have just boxed you. All right? But we are, we are changing from here. You get what I'm saying? So it was by butter. And the simple case was, what, this, is, this is how it works. You have value, and I have a value. All right? And we exchange value. That's what trade is supposed to be about. 
So people, when, when it became cumbersome to, to exchange certain values, they created a medium of exchange. So you find out that money is not what you need. Do you get what I'm saying? And I keep saying this. Money is not what you need to start. And I'm telling you, I, I, have, I have stories in my bag. I hope time will afford me to share with you a few of them. But you know what? Money is not what you need to start. Money is not. It's value. That's what you need. So when somebody tells you that you need a lot of money to start, it's a lie. You don't. Facebook, how did they start? How did Facebook start? Maybe those things are so far. Let me talk to you about a young lady. I met her in 2009. She was, she was, she was a secretary in, a, in, a, in an office we were sharing. All right? And she was 21 at the time. And, you know, she was an orphan child. And so I asked her, what are you, what, why don't you go back to school or do something with yourself? Why are you here? And then she says, I'm an orphan. My, el- my only sister is married and they are not doing well. So there's nobody. And everybody who, wants, who can help me is asking me for something that I don't have to give to them. Or I can't give to them. All right? And then, so, I just, you know, for me, it was like, oh, what can we do? You know how you feel? Oh, what can we do? You understand? At the time, I myself, I was earning 25,000 naira that wasn't coming very regularly. Do you understand? So I couldn't even help a sister. You get what I'm saying? So, good. So as time went on, going into the office, and I just discovered that in the process of communication, she says, I'm going to make somebody's hair this weekend. I'm going to make somebody's hair. So one of the days, it just, the light bulb went up in my mind. I said, ah, do you know what? You can use this thing to, to be able to run yourself through school. And then she begins to say, I don't have a shop. And we're going to see that. It's part of the, one of the things that people say. I don't have the shop. I need to be able to get these gadgets, to do these gadgets. And I said to her, don't you know how to weave? Then she said, yes, she knows how to weave. And that's what she does most of the time. She even knows how to fix a weave on. And then you know what I said to her? I said to her, your company has started. What, straight away, I told her, you know what? Get, find a name for your company. Find a name for your service that you're offering. All right? At the least, people don't need to come and the people who will pay you well, you go to them. So I said to her, start going to them. Start going to them. So she started snazzy braids. She just had snazzy braids with, the, with, the, with, um, with her card. It cost her about 2,000 naira, which was something she was earning. Just have a card and anywhere you go, I'm into this. I can do you home service. I give you service at your own. Simple. Who doesn't like it? Are you following what I'm saying? That was how she started business. She's graduated right now. She's served and she's doing very well. Do you get what I'm saying? I'm telling you the truth. You know, she paid her way because she got into University of Abuja and she continued doing those things. Do you understand what I'm saying? Because you see the truth is that you don't need a lot of money. You don't. Alright? I just spoke about that. I need an office or a business space. You see the truth? This is the one I like to boss the most. I said, who does, a ho- who does office help? Okay, is that the way they say it, Abby? Who, 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 who has office help? All right. Who office help? Sorry, you know, I'm, I'm not... I'm, uh, okay. Who, who office help? Help, okay. All right, I'm sorry. I'll come for lessons. All right? See, let me tell you the truth. You need to understand... I told you everything you believe. Question it. Go, why, when did, what's the piece? What did you, business premise? Where did they get all of those things? 
Where, where did it come from? What was the mess? What, what necessitated it? What was the origin of it? You know, recently one of my clients was saying, I want to get, want to get an office to do something. I said, is the office going to sell the things you have to, to, to sell? Is that what will sell it? Are you getting what I'm saying? Then you miss your chance. You are saying, is the office going to help you? That's one of the things that leaks out the energy that gives you the ability to do. You are looking for something because society, and you don't know how those things evolved. Society is a bad teacher. And I will say it to you again. It's a bad teacher. Don't just, don't just live your life based on the lessons that society is teaching you. Because some of those things, it's, it's a conformist Man, it's, a, it's, it's, a, it's a conformist ideology. He wanted to just survive. So in a bid to try to survive, it, it mutated. Are you following what I'm saying? That's it. So at the end of the day, God's people with God's ability cannot do what God wants them to do. Because what they are thinking about is that they need an office space. You know, recently one of my clients, you know, I even, one of my clients wants to start a, a, a ministry, an outreach ministry, all right, to to a select group of people. And then he, he's beginning to think about many things. And I said to him, Oga, you will run into trouble. Don't look outside. Look within. Everything you need is with you. I told him. I said to him, everything you need is with you. It's with you. You get the point. Another of my friends wants to say, I'm on the board of that church. You know, I'm on the board of that church. And then he was supposed to, he wants to start a work somewhere in the northeast. And then I said to him, you know what you even need? You, you have your own strategy right now. You don't need an office space first. You are the church. Even Jesus Christ had helped us with this understanding. He says you are the church. All the sense of the building came from all of these ancient cities. Where they worship other places in temples and all of those. I'm not talking about it's bad not to have all of those things. Don't get me wrong. But I'm saying to you that it's not a requisite for you to start. Are you getting what I'm saying? Say, where's my office space? You do, don't you have a place you are staying? Don't you have a place you are staying? I've thought about it and I said to myself, David, right now, my staff can come and work in my home office. Why do I need to go and pay another? I came here. There's a hall down here. There's someone just here. Just in front. Beside Ed Mark, right? I came. We wanted to get it for a space. They told us 1.2 million. I thought about what I can do with 1.2 million than to come and give Corinjo. <laughs> I follow. And when I saw him and I was out trying to talk with him, he was feeling very... I said, Oga, you are old like this. We'll still be here. We'll buy up this place. Yes. We'll buy it up. Now, why are you doing like this now? Uh, we'll buy it up. What is this? Ah. But you see the truth? Ideas would have stopped because I was looking for an office space. Do you understand what I'm saying? I want to build a glass tower and I'm going to build a glass tower. All right? Where I'm going to build a my training organization is going to be a, it's going to be one of the things the building is going to be one of the site attractions in Plateau State. Are you getting what I'm saying? And it's not going to be in the bush. We are going to buy place and clear it. Are you following what I'm saying? Metro Road. That's why if you know me, I don't anything you can. If you want to get me a house or a property, if you tell, I'm not going inside the Dungu. My house must be on the road. Scripture says, city set on a hill. You guys, don't take me away. All right? All right, let me go back to what I'm saying. You see, these are paradigms you must shift. 
They want to get you a room, a room, a room. Don't even start thinking big about the big things first. Where you are at right now. Maybe you are even a copper. They say they want to give you a room. They took you to the room behind. Reject it. Are you getting what I'm saying? Why, why would they give you the one behind? The covenant with which you are operating under. Thank you. All right? You need to hire a lot of staff. Am I helping somebody's mind today? You need to hire a lot of staff. That's another lie. You know what? That's another lie. Uh -uh. That's another lie. I'm going to talk about something employing your abilities. You see, everybody is supposed to be a CEO. And I'm not talking CEO because you have to start. You are already an INC. You are incorporated already. You are already incorporated. And I'm going to show you right now. You don't need so many staff. All you need is to multitask. Are you following what I'm saying? We are going to see it as we go forward. You need a business plan to start. Big lie. But you find out that today everybody wants to give you small money. They tell you to go and write a business plan. You know what? Most people, most people have, have been unable to do what they are supposed to do because they, they've not been able to put together a business plan. What is a business plan? Are you getting what I'm saying? What is it? I'm telling you the truth. You know what? These are things that we do, but I tell people that it's not a necessary, it's not a necessary ingredient in starting. Be careful about business plan. So they say you we want to give you a grant. Go and write a business plan. Okay? What is a business plan? Are you getting what I'm saying? When you are saying um, executive summary, that one, this one, and all of those kind of things. You know the truth? For somebody who is starting, there are many dynamics involved. The way you planned it, or the way you, you, have, you have thought about it may not be the way it will turn out. So the best thing to do is to get into the friend, get into the fray of it, and then you find your way. Do you get what I'm saying? Are you getting what I'm saying? Don't go and sit down here and say, I'm trying to write a business plan. Some people have not started just because they are trying to write a business plan. Alright? It's too risky to start your own business. Another big one. You see, the reason why a lot of people say, when you finish school, okay, maybe now, I don't know how parents now think, alright? But when we were off school about 12 years ago, you know, I, you know my dad, so I said, we, we were having a conversation one of the times I came to Joss, and then he said, so he said, it's good for you right now to get out. What all I said to him, he didn't hear. You know what he was saying? Is go, go and get a job. Go and get a job that will secure you. I, I didn't say like that. That it will secure you. Let me tell you, there's no security outside you. Did you hear me? There's no security outside you. You see, the power that is at work within you is the power that God can do everything in accordance with. God, even God, who wants to partner with you in the business and the dealings of your life, you know what he says? He says he will do according to the power that is at work within you. He does not despise the power. He knows that that's the power that will give you the ability to go forward. Are you getting what I'm saying? So if you are thinking it's too risky, let me just get a job with Shell, Chevron, and name them, all of them, or a government job whereby nobody will threaten me with a sack or something. I tell you, you are not safe. There's no security there. Are you following what I'm saying? The truth is that, the truth is, even if they don't, time will come for you, 35 years will show up. Are you following what I'm saying? 35 years will come, and it is mandatory that you leave. Are you getting what I'm saying? So you'll just be secure for the next 35 years? Is that what you want? 
No, let's even assume that the security means something. Are you following what I'm saying? You want to be secure just for 35 years? Oh, mortgaging your future. Don't do that. All right? It's not, it's, it's not as risky as they said. Okay, good. This is one of my own biggest, and it's, it's the last I found out. All right? And I told you, I, it's in the course of my interaction with people, I discovered these seven key ones. There are a lot of them. They are like a whole halo. But these ones, I saw them repeating across people, across places. All right? And you know the truth? I've, I've, I've met young, amazing people. And let me tell you the truth. I, I, started, I started all of these things in Lagos. All right? I will never forget the first young lady. She was a nursing student in Lagos School of Nursery and Midwifery in Ikoi. All right? Young, small girl like... I'm, she's, everybody here is bigger than her. Ike? Small girl like that. And you know what? She was, in nurse, she was a nursing student. But you know, her, her passion and attraction was in fashion. And this was... I'm, I'm not sure she was... She was still a teenager at that time. But you know the truth? Ike came and met me in the office that we were at the time. And then was starting to talk to me. And I said to her, you can start it right now. I'm telling you the truth. She, you know what? She started a fashion line. She was one of the two people that started a fashion line till today. I can't remember what the fashion line is right now, but she started a fashion line. Are you getting what I'm saying? So she didn't wait and say, that's what I find with people who are up or who are down in the, or who are in the south. They don't, wait, you don't, they don't wait to say, let me get a BSc or an NCE first. Are you getting what I'm saying? Stop thinking like that. That's one of the bad things you have in Don't think like that. You say, let's go to the south. Let's, let's, uh, uh, let's finish. Finish and there we go. I met a young man. And, you know, he, he really offended me. I sat two hours with him in Joss. Two hours. You know what? He came, prime time oh. It was prime time. You know what? I was telling him how about his how his industry, how his industry can break in jaws and how he can be an industry leader in his industry. I was telling him I was the thoughts I had aggregated about his industry. All right? And you know what? Man of God, that was very good. He says that's a great thought. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. You know what? He left my house and he never showed up again. And you know what? The next time I met him somewhere, and he says to me, thank you for those things you said to me. And he says, I just, I'm out of town more regularly than I'm in Lagos. I go to Lagos and Abuja and I'm running my stuff. And I said to CCU, why? You see, the truth is, because he just feels that, he feels like it's not happening here. But you know what? There's such a thing as a pioneering grace. Alright? We have it. We have it. Everybody here, are you, do you have the Holy Spirit? You have, the, you have a pioneering grace. You have the ability to break ground. And it's not you that is breaking the ground. It's what you have received. Are you with me so far? Don't sit down there, somebody is telling you. I told him, I said you would have... So that the people in Lagos, anytime they want to do something in Joss, they, you, are become, you are a contemporary with them. And I told him how to engage them. But you know the truth? He felt that this guy is just talking something. You know when people just feel like some of us just sit down, we don't have anything to do, all we want to do is to talk to people. Do you get what I'm saying? That's why, we that's why I collect money now. That's why I collect money. And I collect good money. Are you following what I'm saying? They just think that time is for free. I used to do that when I was young. Or younger. <laughs> I used to do that when I was younger. 
you know what? Because you just want to help people. And I still like to help people very much. Are you following what I'm saying? But you see the truth. I'm saying to you that it's important. And that's what I'm just, as a precursor to what I want to say about this. Passion about the product and service is not important. That's what people tell you. Just make money. See, that's one of the biggest lies. This is actually the biggest lie. Pastor said something on Sunday. I think he was in his opening statement. You know, he, he, I told you he gives opening statements. Sometimes he goes opening statements 30 minutes. That's how you want to know somebody that is robust. By your opening statements. He has not even entered his material. Though. Just the man. These are kind of men in the Parthenon. You know, when you, I tell you, I've never sat, and I'm, and I'm serious. If you are clapping, you do it well now. I've never sat with him. I've never, whether in, whether in his office or in the house, or my own, or anywhere, all right, we've never sat for less than two hours. No agenda. Just, you know, pattern on. You know, the man of the... No wonder he's doing, he's leading such a great work. It's not, it's not coincidental. Do you understand? One, you could see, you know what? He's one pastor that if you go to the depths of politics, he's, he has a thought. You go into the depths of, no, medicine is children's play. You know, you go into the depths of, you know, some psychology, societal development he has. You know the truth? That's why I like, you know, I like people who, who, who charge for brain cells. He's somebody like that. And the truth is that it's because passion is important. So anybody tells you, do something that, you just, don't, just do something because of the money. Some people take jobs and say, just do it because the Bible says whatever your hand finds to do, do it. That's not what he meant to. Read, inter- if you don't understand how scriptures are interpreted, attend the glory embassy. Christ, um, I said say Christ embassy. <laughs> embassy of heaven, sorry. I wanted to say glory zone. It's glory zone that is confusing me, all right? I, like, I prefer embassy of heaven because it speaks to the purpose of the church, all right? That should not be on the tape, please. Are you getting what I'm saying? But you find out that you come with so you hear it. It's because of passion. If somebody is passionate about a subject, you don't you may not you may forget you may forget what he or she is saying. But the passion will leave will, will rest with you and go with you. See, it's also in business service. See, don't underplay the place of passion. Don't underplay, don't do something that you are not passionate about just because what I want to just do something. If you want to do something, do something in the line that you are passionate about. At a point, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm big with development work. Alright? So at a point, I wanted, to, I wanted to go into the... Immediately I graduated, I wanted to enter into the development field. Alright? And then, you know, people were saying to me, the development world is like a cult. Very difficult to enter. But once you are entering, you can't, once you've entered, you can't go out. All right? And so that was the kind of things that they were saying to me. All right? But you know the truth? I found out that, you know what? Because I set my mind on the development world. And it was not because it was just something I felt like I looked at the money or something. No. I looked at the kind of work. You understand? I wanted to do my first master's in international development because of that. I don't know whether you get what I'm saying. So it was, it was as a result of passion. People tell you to underplay passion. Were you the one that gave yourself the passion? You are passionate about certain things. I'm not. Does that make you less a person than me? So your passion is an indicator. So anybody that tells you just do it for money and don't... Oh, good. Let me, let me say this, please. There are three categories. There are three. There are three. This is, you know, 
I'm feeling like pastor now. You know, I'm trying to take a side journey that is not in what I have to say, but let me just flow with the masters. You get what I'm saying? See, there are three levels. They were building, there's this story that was told about the people building the Sistine Chapel. They met the three of them, three builders. They were all building. The first person, they asked him, what are you doing? He says, I'm earning my daily pay. All right? They walked to the second builder and they asked him, what are you doing? He says, I'm laying bricks. They walked to the third person and said, what are you doing? He said, I'm, and with a smile on his face, he said, I'm building a place of worship for God. Are you getting what I'm saying? Three of them were laying bricks. Is it not? Three of them were earning a day wage. All right? But there was one that took it to the third degree. He, he was working for the purpose of the building. Are you with me so far? That's a side journey. I didn't, it's not what I wanted to say, but I'm sure somebody is. You get what I'm saying? That you find out that money is the least. Your ability or your ability, your passion is the second. But there is something that can give you the all three. It's purpose. So that's why you see, but you see, passion is what will connect to purpose. Passion, passion, purpose does not connect with money. Are you with me? The link, you see, is money will connect with passion. So your money, your passion can connect you to money. But what will connect you with purpose? Purpose is higher than money, is higher than passion. The only thing that will connect you with it is passion. Are you getting what I'm saying? It's like faith and hope. Passion is the hope. Faith is the purpose. Are you, are you with me so far, right? Good. So that's just it. So you need to understand that. Don't underplay your passion. That's the only thing that can connect you with money and it can connect you with a higher purpose. Are you following what I'm saying? In the words of Pastor G, it's the bridge. All right? 